welcome to the wrestling capital of the world, Sault Ste. Marie, as we go on a wrestling adventure into the heart of the Pro Wrestling Command Center, the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcasts. And here is our host, EAS. Welcome to Desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast, episode 168, 24,700 downloads, SmackDown results, AEW Rampage results, AEW Collision was preempted, Raw results, NXT results, AEW Dynamite, WWE's Elimination Chamber, Perth predictions, and next week, AEW Revolution 2024 predictions. EAS, playbook exclusive for Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This week's show is episode 145 on Seth Freaking Rollins. Book of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, DVD of the Week, Top 10 Singles and Tag Teams, Women's Top 10, EAS Wrestling Show of the Week, Match of the Week, EAS Flashback. This day in history, stock EAS is stock up or stock down. EAS is fave five for the men and for the women. EAS Spotlight, the top 50 wrestlers of the 90s, 50 to 41. Next week, 40 to 31. From the desk of EAS Entertainment Wrestling and Storm, we're on Facebook. Follow me there. Five B download all 167 episodes. Follow me on X at EAS Desk of 2004. Big shout outs to Robin, Stacy, and Wallace, Ron in Knoxville, Jonathan, Detroit, Haynes in West Virginia, Buckshot, Buckshot in the Sioux, Lee in Ohio, Grace and Garrett in Midland, Jody in the Sioux, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island, David in Tucson, Kelly in Canton, Michigan, Olivia in the Sioux, Landon in Midland, Kim and Brad in Midland, Michael and Cheyenne in the Sioux, and Dave in Marquette. Welcome to the desk of EAS the champion of wrestling podcast. I am your humble host, EAS. And what a show we have for you today. It's going to be great. And we're going to talk about, we're going to go right into our SmackDown results here in mere moments. On the desk of EAS, the champion of a wrestling podcast. Like I said, it's episode 168 downloads, 24,700. Been an awesome, awesome ride. We appreciate you coming along for the ride with us. Each and every Friday. This week we start off early, which is at 8.30 a.m., just before 8.30 a.m. Want to do 8.30 a.m. and got in early. That's typical of EAS. 16 degrees and sunny. It is cold here in the wrestling capital of the world, Sault Ste. Marie. We've had a weird, weird winter. Uh, One minute it's 50 degrees outside. Next minute it is below zero. So I don't know. I don't believe in global warming, but you know what? What the hell? Use the bell, as uh, Jerry the King Lawler would say. And uh, we're going to go into SmackDown results. We're at the Salt Lake, we're at the Delta Center in Salt Lake City, Utah, where the Utah Jazz play. Uh, we have Corey Graves and Wade Barrett on the call. Elimination Chamber qualifying match Kevin Owens versus Dominic Mysterio. Mysterio walks down the microphone in his hand, and the fans boo. They don't let him speak, but he ends up saying that the Judgment Day will win their matches at Elimination Chamber. Throws the microphone and gets in the ring. Bell rings and we are underway, a headlock by Owens, but Mysterio reverses it into a headlock of his own. Owens throws him to the ropes, and Owens with a shoulder tackle, and Dominic falls. He rolls out to the outside and gets back in the ring. Owens with a headlock, and he's thrown to the ropes. Owens with another shoulder tackle, and down goes Mysterio uh, with an arm drag. Dominic with an arm drag, take down his arm drag. I hate saying this. is almost like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's uh, arm drag, a deep arm drag that he uses, and it's great to see uh, old-school wrestling, the golden age of wrestling, come back in this day and age. Gets Owens in a headlock, and Owens throws him to the ropes and hits Owens with the Hurricane Rada. Dropkick by Mysterio, who has a beautiful dropkick on Owens, and Dominic plays to the crowd as Owens hits him with a clothesline. 
Cerro gets back up and he clotheslines to the outside of the ring. He drags Owens to the outside, but Owens with the right hand. Owens throws Dominic back into the ring and the referee distracted. R-Truth is outside the ring, jumps through the crowd. He is face-to-face with Owens and Dominic with a baseball slide. And Owens on the outside, Dominic with the right hand, and he throws Owens into the ring. Dominic goes for the cover, but Owens kicks out. Owens with the clothesline, Owens kicks out, continues, and Owens hits an X-Factor, goes for the cover, but Owens kicks out. Dominic with a suplex, and second suplex, but Owens lands a suplex. Owens with a second suplex, and he goes for a third, but Dominic kicks out and lands with the DDT. In the end, Kevin Owens hits the uh, goes for a power bomb and he goes to the cover and gets the pin. Pop up power bomb. Oh, Kevin Owens qualifies for tomorrow's elimination chamber. 5 a.m. tomorrow, guys, on the East Coast. Four Central, three Mountain, and two p.m. Uh, in our friends in Hawaii at midnight. Uh, Cut backstage, Caleb Braxton's backstage. Drew McIntyre, he says there's only one superstar that needs to win, but not just for himself, for Raw. For WrestleMania, that is Drew McIntyre. Comes to LA Knight, who cuts him off. He calls Drew an old-timer and tells him that Drew's moment can get can get stolen one more time at the Elimination Chamber by him. Drew says LA Knight's good, but he sees through LA Knight. That comes through a place of insecurity, but he'll lose them when the bell rings. He tells Knight that his resume is stacked. LA Knight tells Drew that Drew's resume consists of him not being a champion since LA Knight got to the company. He holds up Drew's shirt and says, Drew's aspirations can be buried just like CM Punk is on the shirt. WWE officials break it up. Um, let's see. Pete Dunn and Tyler Bader backstage with Caleb Braxton. Dunn tells her things going great, and last week is living proof of that. And all that is left to do is for them to slap the Judgment Day and walking out of the elimination, elimination chamber with the World Tag Team Championships. Bates says they are due in new tag team name, and then he mentions New Catch Republic, which I like the name. In comes Dominic Mysterio, and he tells them they can't beat any of the two members of Judgment Day. Bait challenges him to a tag team match with R-Truth as his tag team partner next week. Dominic tells him that R-Truth is not even in the Judgment Day, and he walks away. Zelina Vega versus Tiffany Stratton, another qualifying match. The young upstart, she's only been in wrestling for three years, and she is a former NXT world champion. Tiffy time, Tiffany Stratton goes on to win and qualifies for the Elimination Chamber. Kabuki Warriors and EO Sky cut a pre-recorded program talking about how it is EO's era and how EO will embarrass her at WrestleMania, meaning Bailey. Authors of Pain won the final testament versus Javier Benel and Bo Morris. Authors of Pain, Akam and Razor won this match easily. Elimination qualifying match, Logan Paul versus The Miz. Good matchup. Logan Paul, the United States Heavyweight Champion, qualifies for the Elimination Chamber. And... Uh, it was a good matchup. Elimination Chamber calling match, Naomi versus Alba Fire with Isla Dawn. Not a big fan of Naomi. She wins and beats Alba Fire to qualify for the Elimination Chamber. Bailey is walking backstage and Kota Kai stops her. She tells Bailey that damage controls will go after her. Bailey tells her she appreciates what she did last week, but this has been going on for months. She does not know who to trust. Dakota apologizes. Bailey tells her she can't do this right now and walks away. Nick Aldis, is Nick Aldis, the commissioner of SmackDown, is on the ramp. He welcomes SmackDown's latest signing, Braun Breaker. Out comes Breaker, who signs his SmackDown contract. He's one half of the NXT World Tag Team Champions. Baron Corbin called the Wolf Dogs. It will last. It won't last long because it'll be Braun Breaker will be the man on SmackDown. Can't wait to see him and Roman Reigns in the ring. Roman's music hits comes out. Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, Jimmy Uso, and Solo Sokoa. They all stay in the ring, and Heyman gives Roman the microphone. Roman tells the crowd to acknowledge him, and he asks if we can be honest with everyone and says, 
people of Utah, they're idiots. They boo Roman. He says, not individually, but when they all get together, they're dumb. He says tonight is a big night, and he doesn't want them to ruin it because when his cousin comes out, they might go dumb. Whatever things they say has meaning and purpose. It is information that need, they need to understand. He says, tonight in history, tonight is the greatest night in WWE. Fans chant Cody, and Roman says, guy that ruined everything, Cody, but tonight they fix it because tonight is about history. Tonight is the first night they can say The Rock is a member of the bloodline. Roman laughs and The Rock's music hits the mixed reaction from the crowd. The Rock comes out in Versace vest and looks at the crowd. And The Rock is in the ring with the bloodline. He says before The Rock drops some gospel, he has some good news to share. Something that will make you happy, he says, tonight is official. They have broken an all-time indoor attendance strike not only for the city of Salt Lake, but the entire state of Utah. Rock says they broke the all-time record for the largest gathering of trailer park trash he has ever seen. Says finally, and the fans boo him. The Rock says finally your life is meaning. Finally you and your 50 wives will have a story to tell your 600 inbred grandkids and one day because finally The Rock has come back to Sault Ste. Mer- or to Salt Lake City. Looks at the crowd and the fans chant. Rocky tells them they brought a side of him that we have not seen in years, but this side has always been there. Says to someone in the crowd, you shut your mouth, fatty. The Rock will slap the herpes off your lips. He says the Rock and Roman Reigns, the biggest main event in the history of WrestleMania, they had it in their hands and they let it go. They flushed it down the toilet, the same toilet they sat down on and tweeted, Cody needs to finish his story. Yes, what is Cody's story? He says his cousin Roman Reigns beat Cody last year at WrestleMania. Now Cody wants a rematch. That is Cody's story. That's not how it works. He says it, to think how stupid that logic is and they can apply that to sports and try to what rock, but he shuts them down. Rock says to apply that stupid logic. Let's do sports. He says the 49ers lost, but if they were just to say, we want to finish our story, but they didn't do that. He says they should understand that it is personal. Michael Jordan came and crushed the dreams of Utah Jazz. He ended the Utah dream story. And what did the Utah Jazz do? They took their beatings like men. You don't get a shot at another story in the real world. He calls them spoiled and titled little crybaby bitches. The Rock tells Cody that he will do everything in his power, that Cody walks out of WrestleMania as a loser says that Cody's story is just ending and the bloodline story is just beginning. The Rock says, if you smell what he tells, the crowd to shut up and says, if you smell what the bloodline is cooking. The line raises his arms in the air and the Rock's movie plays SmackDown fading out. And we see The Rock. There's rumors that night one of WrestleMania 40 is going to be The Rock and Roman Reigns versus Seth Frickin' Rollins and Cody Rose in the main event. For night two is Cody and Roman Reigns. We shall see. I was hoping it was going to be at the Elimination Chamber in Perth, but it is not going to happen. Big shout-outs to Robin, Stacey, and Wallace, Ron, and Knoxville, Jonathan, Detroit, Needs in West Virginia, and Michael and Cheyenne here in the Sioux. Heading your way, EAS, stock up or stock down. EAS is Fave 5 for the men and the women's Fave 5 in this day in history. Rampage. We're in Cedar Park, Texas. Jeff Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in no disqualification matchup. A bloody affair. An excellent matchup. Sammy Guevara goes on to win this matchup. Renee's backstage with Machine Brian Cage and Prince Nana talking with him ahead of his huge match next Wednesday. On Dynamo morning teams with Swerve Strickland at AEW World and AEW World Champion. To take on FTW World Champion Hook, Rob Van Dam, and Hangman Adam Page. Cage has got something to say. It doesn't matter who our partners are. Hook, I'm going to be real, real with you. You don't belong here. Come here is some fad flavor of the month. The fact that I go out there and they cheer you pisses me off. This is what I love. This is what I do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Everyone cheering for you when they should be cheering for me. I'm what a real wrestler looks like. I'm sick of taking a back seat to you. Next Wednesday, you're getting your ass beat. 
Blackpool Combat Clubs, John Moxley and Claudio Castanova backstage. Moxley says, know what they say? You can't fix stupid, but you can choke it out. FGR, they are the standard bearer. They are the benchmark of the greatest tag team in wrestling. You don't think we know tag team wrestling? You don't think we are every bit the artist when it comes to tag team wrestling that you are? Claudio says, we don't walk around calling ourselves top guys. We don't have to. We get results. We don't play this. We are this. Ruby Soho is backstage, and he asks what she's expecting tonight. Now that Angela Parker requests some time with her before Ruby could answer, Saraya and Harley Cameron walk into the set. I forgive you, by the way, Saraya says, Harley, you know what? I forgive you, too. Ruby, you forgive me. Here's the thing. I'm not sorry. I've known this whole time. Every bad thing that has happened to me lately, you've been behind. I'm hoping maybe it was because you were doing what you thought was best for me. But I'm a grown woman. I know what's best for me, and what's best for me is space, especially from you. Ruby walks off, and Saraya says it's time to really end that. Dustin Rhodes and the Von Erics, Ross and Marshall took on Hitch, Shambusa, and Roman Cruz. Rhodes, Von Erics going to win this trio's matchup. AEW Women's World Champion, Timeless Tony Storm, Luther, uh, the Butler, and Mariah May. Tony puts Mariah in an arm bar. Tony, is this what you want, Diana? Nobody likes a drama queen. Diana's so pissed off. And a Jay's queen, Amanada. Amanada gets her first win on uh, AEW television. Renee's backstage with Stokely Hathaway, Chris Taylor, and Willow Nightingale. They're going to ask Willow if she was happy with her victory. Over Sky Blue, Willow freaked out and questioned Stokely's involvement in the match. Stanlander says, this might have been my fault. We should have had a team meeting. I'll make sure this won't happen again. Try this one more night. Okay, Stokely going to shake on it. Chris forced Stokely to shake Willow's hands, so they were all good, right? Chris asked. Next, Renee interviews Ruby Soul and Kulan Ange. They're going on a date. Bang Bang Scissor Gang took on... Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, Sutton Singh, and the Dark Order in a 12-man matchup. And the Bang Bang Scissor Gang goes on to win this matchup. Monday Night Raw, uh, Anaheim, California, the Honda Center. The opening matchup, Drew McIntyre versus Cody Rhodes. And we're going to kick things off there in mere moments. Drew McIntyre makes his way to the ring. For a huge match against the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes this Saturday in Perth, Australia. McIntyre will compete inside the Elimination Chamber against Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, LA Knight, Kevin Owens, and United States Champion Logan Paul. The winner will face Seth Frickin' Rollins for the World's Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 40. WrestleMania 40. Uh, later on in the show, WWE's Elimination Chamber, Perth predictions, and I'll tell you who I think is going to win. Drew McIntyre versus the American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes bell rings, and they stare at each other from across the ring. Then they look into the crowd as a jam-packed Honda Center chance for Cody Rhodes. They lock up. McIntyre pushes Rhodes into the corner. Rhodes turns him around and gives him a clean break and lets go. Cody Chance picks up McIntyre's soon chops and punches. Uh, Rhodes in the corner. Rhodes applies a side headlock, but McIntyre whips him off. Rhodes slides through the legs and uppercuts the Scottish Warrior. Rhodes punches away at McIntyre, but McIntyre clearly big boots him down. McIntyre mounts Rhodes and punches him away at him. McIntyre stomps Cody and pulls him to his feet and chops the chest. Rhodes responds with a chop of his own. McIntyre quickly kicks him in the midsection and clubs the back. McIntyre stomps the hand and stands tall in the ring. McIntyre scoops Rhodes up, but Rhodes slides off. McIntyre charges. Rhodes sends him to the, over the top rope. Cody gets fired up and hits the ropes for a suicide dive, but Drew clubs him in the head before he goes through the ropes. Cody quickly fights back and hits a dragon screw over the ropes. The American Nightmare has McIntyre down the center of the ring, applies a figure four leg lock. McIntyre screams in pain. Rhodes cinches it in. McIntyre soon rolls over him, reverse pressure onto American Nightmare, and Rhodes screams in pain, gives it to the bottom ropes. Rhodes crawls out of the ring to recover. 
Magnar continues his assault and his barrage on Drew McIntyre. Out come the bloodline. They attack uh, Cody Rhodes and cost him the match as Drew McIntyre goes on to win this matchup. It was a banger, as the kids would say. It was good. Uh, commentators break down what just transpired in the ring. Michael says Drew McIntyre is hypocrite. All his time criticized bloodline talks about how they stole matches from him. Now he takes advantage of their help. Main event, Jey Uso versus the ring general Gunther in the main event for the Intercontinental Championship later on in the night. And coming up next, we'll see a last uh, chance. Battle Royal Tournament will be the final entry in the Women's Elimination Chamber. Video of Andrade El Ilolo uh, in WWE. Uh, Raw General Manager Ann Pierce walks into the trainer's room to check out Cody Rhodes, who's clutching at his throat. Pierce asks if there's anything he can do. Rhodes says he is fine. World's Heavyweight Champion Seth Frickin' Rollins walks in, takes off his sunglasses. Rollins looks at Rhodes and pats him on the knee before leaving. World's Heavyweight Champion Seth Frickin' Rollins and American Nightmare Cody Rhodes will be guests on Grayson Waller Fett this Saturday at the Elimination Chamber. Uh, we're going to see Last Chance Battle Royal uh, is next. And we got Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark, Raquel Rodriguez, who returns, Alba Fire versus Isla Dawn, B-Fab, Candice LeRae, Indy Hartwell, Zia Lee, Katana Chance, Maxine Dupree, Valhalla, Ivy Nile, Tegan Knox, Electra Lopez, Michin, Zelina Vega, Chelsea Green, and Natalia. Winner of the Battle Royal, Raquel Rodriguez, goes on to win and gets the final position. They, for some reason, pulled um, the former TBS champion, out of the matchup, they're going to keep Jay Carhill special. Main event, Jay Uso says he's bringing down the Empire tonight. He will be the new Intercontinental Champion tonight, Yeet. Main event, Jay Uso battle the ring general Gunther with the Intercontinental Championship, like I said, later on. World Champion Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax will participate in a sit-down interview. And we'll talk about that. The women's World Champion Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax are shown on split screen. Seated in separate rooms, Michael Cole asks Ripley if she has butterflies hanging into her home country. Ripley says, this is her first chance to compete in her home country as WWE World Champion. Last time she was there, it was part of the independent scene. When she came to WWE, she was uncomfortable in her own skin. She had to remind herself who she was. She's Rhea Bloody Ripley, the most dominant woman in WWE. Nia Jax sarcastically says that was cute. She was twice Ripley's size and has triple her talent. Jax is happy this is happening in her homeland. When she squashes Ripley again, Mommy will go home crying to her mommy. Ripley says Jax can talk all she wants and attack her from behind all she wants when she faces Faced with her in Perth, Australia, listening to everyone screaming for mommy, she'll crumble. Jack's nightmare will become a reality when she realizes she's just not good enough. Ripley says she'll see her in Perth and leaves. Jack sneers into the camera. That's going to be an awesome, awesome matchup. Can't wait to see it. And uh, we're going to get Chad Gable. And Val Chad Gable wrestles next and goes on to win. A-Man Tag, R-Truth, The Miz, DIY versus Judgment Day. It's an okay matchup. A lot of uh, spots like they normally do, the high flying, a lot of wrestling. It's great, but Judgment Day continues to roll on. And then Becky Lynch addresses being in the Elimination Chamber the first time in her career. The man, Becky Lynch, makes her way to the ring to an isolation. Becky chants, fire up. Lynch shouts out, the man has come around to Anaheim. Lynch says they have been an amazing crowd tonight. She's been lucky enough in her career. Uh, that she has gotten to do some amazing things. There are a lot of new things for any for her anymore, except for the that the hat she's wearing. As soon as she asks if they like the hat, the crowd cheers. In five days, for the first time in her career, she will step foot inside the Elimination Chamber with, with the need to win, just so she can face Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania for the championship. 
Pat Magby says it could be Nia Jax. Lynch and Ripley have been dancing around each other for the past year. Mommy and the man were Clyde at some point. And, then, and when they do, it'll be the fight of their lives. They both live for this. They both love this. How they've been living recently has been different. For the past year, Ripley has been the talk of the town. She's been riding a wave that comes in a lifetime propped up by the Judgment Day. Truth haters, then there's Lynch, the biggest threat to her championship, who has been hiding in plain sight. Lynch has been fighting anyone and propping up the division. This important, the very moment she's the best she's ever been. A Becky chance appears. On the flip side of that, everyone else is the best they've ever been in five days. When she steps into the elimination chamber, she'll be doing so against five of WWE's most promising stars. Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, Raquel Rodriguez, Naomi, and Tiffany Stratton. While she doesn't have anything against these women except for Stratton, she has beaten most of them. Never inside the confines of a cage built with steel and glass with the ultimate prize on the line. WrestleMania is hanging in the balance. She has worked too hard. Liv's music comes out. All participants come out. They have a Donnie Brooke. And that ended the segment. J.U. Soul Challenge Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. Chad Gable defeated Ivar. We talked about that already. And the main by submission with ankle lock. And New Day's backstage. Don't care about that. Intercontinental Championship Ring General Gunther versus main event J.U. So J.U. So is very close to winning the Intercontinental Championship. But Jimmy Uso came out and interfered and cost Jimmy Uso, or Jay Uso the Intercontinental title. He said, you're not going to win a t- singles title before me, he's repeated. And uh, he repeated it loud. And I can see these two, they're on a collision course. They've been on a collision course for WrestleMania 40 and will probably wrestle, I would say, probably wrestle on night two, and they should. They could open. I would open it up with night two with them. Uh, just remember a collision that was preempted, so we're not going to cover that this week. But top 50 wrestlers of the 90s, 50 to 41. EAS spotlight is on Kevin Von Eric. NWA Elimination Chamber, Perth predictions on the way. Robin, Stacey, and Wallace, Ron, and Oxlade, Jonathan, Detroit, and Haynes of West Virginia, and my brother David in Tucson. NXT results. First match, Oba Femi, the North American heavyweight champion against Lexus King. King dunks clothesline from Femi, kicks out. Kicks left hamstring of Femi. Femi shoves King towards the corner. King sidesteps Femi into the turnbuckle. King with the corner clothesline. King unloads a flurry of chops. Was not a long matchup. Oba Femi retains the North American Championship. Theo Hale is ejected over Valentine's Day date with Riley Osborne. Ariana Grace pokes fun at J.C. Jane's ability to be Thea's best friend. J.C. tells Thea that she can't do everything for her. Tatum Paxley is grateful that Lara Valkyrie had been backstage. Lara says that Tatum doesn't have to be the hero and he, she needs to stay backstage. Wolf Dog Championship Celebration. Brom Breaker comes out. Wow, man, if you thought that back in September at No Mercy when you and I were beating the hell out of each other, remember that we would be standing out here today with our alligator skin boots, new to NXT Tag Team Championships. Baron Corbin says, yes, yes, yes. Hey, I remember No Mercy like it was yesterday because didn't I beat you? It's not funny, Bron says. Corbin says, it's a little bit funny. Breaker, all right, you know what? You wouldn't be standing here today with a belt around your waist if it wasn't me carrying this team. Listen, if I remember right, I didn't set you up pretty nicely. It was like, boom, end of days, right here in the middle of the ring. Breaker says, set me up with the end of days, and I hit the spear, the spear of days. Corman says, I love it. Look at this, a couple of assholes standing here in the middle of the ring with brand new hardware, and we are good with being the new World Tag Team Champions in NXT Energy Chase. Hold on just a second now. You might not care who your next challenger are, but we certainly do. You should spell it out for you. Drew Hudson comes out. We 
Got to hand it to you boys, being several other teams to win the Dusty Cup, win the NXT taking panels. That's not easy. But guess what? Chase University is back at 100%, and it's Chase's, Chase U's time to shine. Chase U, former NXT World Tag Team Champions Breaker, says, you guys take your school spirit and your calendars and shove them up your asses. Andre Chase, easy dupe, because what I think have right now is a teachable moment. See, the former champions promise us a shot at those NXT World Tag Team Championships, and we're not taking no for an answer. Hudson says, Wolf Dogs are going to have our tag team title match, and we're going to give you an Andre Chase University size ass whooping. Nathan Frazier and Axiom come out. Frazier says, no, 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 no. I don't think so, pal. That's not how this works. Yeah, hate to break it to you, Mr. Chase, but the agreement you had with the former champions, yeah, null and void. That, my friend, that's the hard-hitting home truth. Axiom, yeah, in case you don't remember, we were closest to beating Braun and Corbin. Out of any other tag team in the Dusty Cup, so there isn't anyone that deserves a chance. It's us. Frazier is these two wanted to jump us. Mine two weeks ago, and trust me, you will pay for that, you piece of shit. Hudson says, okay. I don't know who invited you to the ring, but seriously, guys, it was good to see you, but grab a ticket, get to the back of the line, because the future two-time NXT World Tag Team Champions, we are going to take put, going to take place. Chase you flag firmly where it belongs. Corbin, hey, listen, this sounds like you guys' problem and the new tag team champions. we got stuff to do and places to be, so why don't you guys take a little problem, go and tell someone who cares. Ava, the Raw general manager, and, of course, the daughter of The Rock. Baron, Braun, you're right. It's up to you to decide. It's not up to you to decide your next challenger is going to be. That's up to me, but so easy when I see two very deserving tag teams right in front of me. So I think it should be Nathan and Axiom against Chase U to decide exactly who the number one contender is for the NXT World Tag Team Championships. I also decided that the match is going to happen tonight. Kelly Kincaid is backstage interview with Roxanne Prez. Roxanne says that Ren shows a lot of promise. She's a lot of herself and her being happy to be here just won't cut it. Second matchup, Roxanne Perez defeats Ren Sinclair in a quick matchup with the submission. And Brock Jensen and Josh Briggs, this was between two former tag teams. Uh, Josh Briggs with three clotheslines from Hells. Beats Brooks Jensen, kisses him, says he loves him, and he did it for him. Uh, Carmelo Hayes comes out talking about how he's going to get a shot at Roadblock against the NXT world champion Ilya Dragunov. He says, Tricky, so see where I'm at. This is where it all began. Trick Melo gang. Good memories, great moments. Here I am alone. I'm not lonely. Let's talk about it. I'm here with my pride. Knowing my principles are still intact, knowing the fact that I didn't have to snake my boy out of his spot. Didn't get too big for my own boots. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a shame because you played your role so well. I walked, wanted you to experience everything that came with being a top guy because you were my boy. I wanted to lift you up with me. This is how you repay me by being the number one guy in NXT. Hey, you could have been number five, number three, and just because you were my boy, I would have allowed you to be number two, but you wanted to come for the one of one. When you come for the one of one, you realize that Melo ain't second to nobody unless you stand next to me. If you let if you let you put the trick before Mellow and the trick Mellow gang just to amuse you the whole time I was just amusing myself. Thinking in that you would be ahead of me any in anything to say at the top, you have to be ruthless, ambitious, you have to have that killer instincts. Do you think that I'm stupid? You thought I didn't see the signs. I know you wanted to have your shine sooner or later. Trick I saw you side eyeing my championship, felt the envy with every accomplishments. I'm your biggest competition. So new I knew sooner or later, unfortunately, I had to get you before you got me. So, Trick, whenever you're at, stay there because your 15 minutes are up. Now back to business. Ilya, you want to see me? Get in line because if you ain't talking about the NXT Championship, there's nothing to talk about. 
JC Jane with Thea Hale and Jasmine Nix defeats Ariana Grace in a good matchup. Um, and then we're going to continue. Chase University defeats, wins the number one contenders matchup. Eola Dragunov's promo, Carmelo Hayes, since day one, I saw right through you. The jealousy of your best friend consumed you and you pointed the finger at me. You're the complete opposite of me. You're a coward. Tagging trick from behind and doing the exact same thing to me. Melo, you're the lowest form of life. The road emerging from the under my foot. I have what you seek. But I will see you at Roadblock under one condition. Show up next week face-to-face, Melo. Come for this championship because I'm coming for you. More important, your soul. See family only having a conversation with Thea Hale. We skipped that. Kalani Jordan versus Lash Legend. And uh, it was a good matchup. Last Legend wins this matchup. Then the main event, Lara Valkyrie takes takes on Shotzi for the WWE NXT Women's World Championship. Uh, Shotzi gets hurt. It's unable. Lash Legend comes out. And Lara Valkyria retains the World's Heavyweight Championship. And what a match it was. Enjoyed it very, very much. But it was short. Uh, we're going to go into AEW Dynamite in mere moments. Robin Stacy and Wallace, Ron and Oxel, Jonathan Gray Haynes in West Virginia. Big shout-outs, Lee in Ohio, and Kelly in Canton, Michigan, and Olivia here in the Sioux. Coming up the top 10 singles and tag teams for the men and the uh, women's top 10 as well. We're in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the Bach Center for AEW Dynamite. Blackpool Combat Clubs, Claudio Castanelli and John Moxley versus FTR. This was considered for match of the week. This matchup was awesome. It was bloody, and it was awesome. And FTR goes on to win this, actually. Just Robinson announced Claudia wrapped up cash and a sharpshooter. Uh, time limit expired, but was declared a draw. The matchup was a draw, and these two want to face each other at AEW Revolution. I've not seen anything posted for that yet, but I'm sure it will happen. But it went to a draw. We wanted 10 more seconds. I think FTR lands Shadow Machine maybe wins the match at Excalibur. Agree that we're in the midst of a shatter machine in the bell sound, which stopped it, replied Tony Schiavone. Went to a time will draw. AEW International Champion Orange Cassidy has been on a major, major role. And Renee wondering how Orange was doing after all of his matches this past few weeks, which he's been awesome. This guy, I told you before, is 2024's Wrestler of the Year. Cleared to wrestle Orange replied, well, that's why Doc Sam is standing here in the hallway. He's uh, going to let me know. Doc Sam said that Orange was cleared barely to compete. If I'm cleared, I'm going to wrestle. Orange said he was taking Trent's place tonight. Alex Marvez was backstage interview. Dax came here to kick BCC's ass because they think they run this place. Don't bow down to nobody. Revolution is coming up. We don't have a match. They don't have a match. So what I say is we have a match. Level Combat Club interrupts the interview, and both teams were separated by AEW security and officials once again. First, we squeeze Orange Cassidy versus ROH World Titan Champion Mike Bennett. This is a bloody match, putting each other through tables. Great match, considered match of the week. Orange Cassidy, every week he puts on an awesome show. He retains the international championship. And uh, Renee interviews Nature Boy Ric Flair about Sting's upcoming retirement match at Revolution. I'm just Ric Flair. I'm disappointed when I signed up for this. I thought I'd be a bigger part of the picture. I'm not upset with Sting. I'm just upset that I'm not more involved. I feel like it should be right in the middle of the things. And I haven't been, so between you and me, I'm just going to explore some options, but I'm not trying to put you in the middle. I'm just telling you the truth. Ric Flair walked away and knocked on a nearby dressing room door. It was the Young Bucks of Matt and Nick Jackson. Said, can we talk? And they let him in. So is the Nature Boy Ric Flair going to be in the corner of the Young Bucks? My answer is yes. 
Tony Schiavone in the ring. Tony said that after what happened to the rated R superstar Adam Copeland last week, Copeland was on the shelf, unable to compete. Tony said at the AEW Revolution, Daniel Garcia will get a shot at the TNT Championship against Christian Cage. Cannot wait. More deserving Daniel Garcia will win the TNT Championship. He's a former uh, ROH Pure Champion twice. Garcia, a lot of the time I feel like I don't deserve it, so thank you for saying that. I always felt like in the, this business I was destined for great things, but a couple months ago, when I was in the lowest point of my life, I started to lose that confidence. I started to lose the feeling. I really did, but I knew that going through all that, three seconds all I needed, and at the end of the Continental Classic, I got those three seconds. Those three seconds changed my life. Every single time I go down, y'all pick me up, back up. Every time I dance, I'll dance with me. Can't thank you enough for helping me restore that feeling. And Adam Copeland, no one knows how that match would have ended last week, but I have full confidence that if the match went on any longer, I would have made you tap up. It's not over between you and me. The next time you see me, I'll be holding the TNT title, and that brings me to Revolution Christian Cage. I have a message for you. When you step into the ring with me, I want to take you down. TNT champion Christian Cage walks on the ramp with the patriarchy, Nick Wayne, Killswitch, and Mother Wayne. Cage, Adam Copeland will not have another chance at, the, at my TNT championship ever. You understand me, Daniel? What happened to you last week was just a byproduct of you standing in the ring with Adam Copeland, but it worked out pretty well for you because now you're in the number one contender for the TNT championship at Revolution. You've been on a hell of a run lately. What I have to say, as much as I'd love to step into the ring with you, I really don't think it should happen at Revolution. I don't, And it's not that I don't think you're worthy. It's that I don't think you're ready. Just want to make these people smile and be entertained with your dancers. I just want to leave you the arena every night as the most dominant TNT champion of all time. We both know why you're the way you are, don't we, Daniel? I know something that these people don't know, that you had pretty dark childhood, didn't you? Daniel, you didn't have so many happy memories, did you? Do you know of J Jackie Garcia that lives in Buffalo, New York? And can you confirm to me that Jackie was married to David Garcia? And I understand that David Garcia is your father and your father is dead. Now, wouldn't it be a beautiful fairy tale ending for you to walk into revolution with me, TNT Championship raised above your head? Remember your late great father? But let's be honest, your father wasn't so great, was he? He was a loser that lost his life to the bottle. And unlike him, I don't want to hurt you. I want to help you. At revolution, I don't want to be your opponent. I want to be your father. Garcia, since you know so much about my dead father, why don't you come to the ring and I'll put you on the ground right next to him? Christian Cage sends Nick Wayne to do his dirty work. Nick Wayne charged to right at Garcia. Daniel Garcia did a sidestep. Wayne put him in the sharpshooter. Kill switch came down to the ring. Next, Daddy Magic Matt Menard out of nowhere. Smack kill switch the back with a steel chair. This backfires in Christian Cage, says Taz. Timeless Tony Storm defeats Sidney Wynn in uh, quick fashion. And the virtuoso Deanna Prazo gave a concussion to Madison Rain legit. And it was over AEW World Tag Team Champions. Important message from the Young Bucks, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. Darby. When you're this close to your end, you look back at your life, it really puts things in perspective, the fame, the spotlight, the material things that we chase that don't mean a thing. We're looking at some old photos today, Sting. It's okay if we show them to the young bucks. Yeah. Darby showed a picture of Sting with Sting's sons when they were children. Darby said when the photos was taken, Sting's sons were about the same age as the Bucks kids are now. This is the man's flesh and blood. This is the only thing in life that matters in the end. It's family, said Darby. Sting, you hit the nail on the head. Darby, family is all that matters. It strikes nerves right now because in all my years of pro wrestling, no one has ever messed with my own flesh and blood. Till you, Bucks. <clears throat> Lots going on in my personal life in the last couple of years. The Bucks attacked my sons only seven days ago. My father passed away. He was like a hero to me. He taught me right makes me think a lot about my own mortality. I used to think I was so invincible. Sometimes I do feel that way still, but time catches up to everyone. Come up me for sure. 
Now, I'm truly not invincible, but one thing I do know, everything I have left of me, I'm bringing into revolution. You have a fight on the hands, Bucks, the fight of your life. Interviewing Wardlow in the ring by Tony Schiavone, he leaves. Wardlow tells him to leave. Wardlow, get out of the ring before I knock you down again. I'm pissed. I've been pissed off for a long time. Two years ago, I had thousands and thousands of people chaining my name city after city in a manner that hasn't been heard or seen in decades. It was the next big thing. But apparently the rocket that was strapped to my back was put aside down because ever since I've been driven into the ground, screwed over and over again. You would think the one true homegrown day, one original AEW megastar would have been the champion a long time ago, but I've never received an opportunity for the AEW world title. People back there need to be fired down, fired and thrown in jail for that fact. But let's look at some people who have held it. There's kings, there's gods, so what does that make me? Because the best in the world's world the real heavyweight champion i beat his ass like nobody has entire career and that was cm punk his body is still falling apart from which he brings up to me our former champion the guy who's better than us we know it i squash him like an insect which brings me to the most dangerous man in the room our king the current champion samoa joe can somebody remind me when he and i were in the ring oh yeah that's right i choked his ass out and beat him too with the tnt championship so again i ask what does that make me because it sounds like i'm the best in the world Sounds like I'm better than you, you know, and you know it. Sounds like I'm the most dangerous man in the room. I'm the uncrowned king of AEW, and it's time that I start eating like one because I've been starving and I'm done being fed scraps. I'm everything a world champion is supposed to be. There's no one back there bigger, faster, stronger than me. There's no one that can stop me. And if anybody wants to get in my way, just know this is no longer wrestling. This is war. Bang Bang Sickers are getting backstage. Switchblade Jay White just said on the next collision heel. He, along with Colton and Billy, team up as the Collision Cowboys representing the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. One said it didn't matter about the combo. The Bang Bang Scissor Gang rule the, rule the world. Excalibur announces that Will Ospreay will be on Dynamite next Wednesday, and Tony Khan has informed Excalibur that Warlow will be competing in a meat madness at Revolution, whatever the hell that is. Renee backstage with the Don Callis family. Renee asked Don how Will Ospreay takes Osprey against Takeshita at Revolution, which would be awesome. Benefit the Don Callis family. Callis said, because win or lose. Two best rope-to-rope -rope wrestlers will still be part of the Don Callis family. Callis said he was on his way to the UK in a private jet to pick up Osprey. Callis said that Powerhouse House is going to do damage and meet madness at Revolution. Don said the Don Callis family and Sammy Guevara had scored to settle in Rampage. Main event, the world champion Samoa Joe along with Brian Cage and Swerve Strickland against Hook. Hangman Adam Page and Rob Van Dam. It was a good matchup. Everybody got all their stuff and Hook looked awesome. With it, it's Larry Smojo locked in a rear naked choke. One for his team. Coming up, AEW or WWE Elimination Chamber uh, predictions here in mere moments. Big shout out to Ron in Knoxville, Rob and Stacy in Wallace, Lee in Ohio, and uh, also. Uh, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island in Landon in Midland. Heading to Midland pretty soon today to TNT Toys and Collectibles. So welcome them as well. WWE, we're going to look at WWE World's the WWE World Champion Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. Rhea Ripley is going to win this in front of her home crowd. Elimination Chamber for the women, Becky Lynch. Elimination Chamber to face Seth Frickin' Rollins, L.A. Knight. Uh, and the undisputed tag team championship: Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate will go on to win this matchup and become the new World Tag Team Champions. 
and uh, cannot wait to see that happen. But they're going to become the new World Tag Team Champions in front of the Perth, Australia fan base. And uh, the Desk AS Chamber of Wrestling Podcast, episode 168, downloads 24,700. The Desk of VAS Achievement Wrestling Podcast is proud to bring in our very first sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles. Landon Teal is the man that took up EAS with a lot of his stuff in his sports room that you have seen on my Facebook page on Thursday for my show at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 989-329-1770. Text or call Landon Teal. He'll hook you up. You to buy action figures, comics, cartoons, and pop culture items. You'll buy individual items or bulk collections. He's located in the Midland Mall near the Target. He is also follow him on Google, Facebook, and Instagram. He's looking for vintage, modern, and used and new stuff. Just mention the Desk of EAS Chamber Wrestling Podcast to him. And Landon Teal at 989-329-1770. And Landon, my boy, will hook you up. TNT Toys and Collectibles inside the Midland Mall near Target. Landon Landon Teal is the man to get a hold of. 989-329-1770. Text or call him. He'll hook you up. Welcome back to the Desk VAS, the Chamber Wrestling Podcast, episode 168. Downloads 24,700. I'm your humbled host, EAS. EAS Playbook exclusive Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Next week's show is looking at episode 146 on the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Book of the Week, Grateful by Eric Bischoff. Wrestlers of the Week, the BCC and FTR. DVD of the Week, Bruiser Brody, The Last Rebel. Top 10 singles and tag teams, Rapungi Vice, number three contenders, the AEW World Tag Team Titles, debut at number 10. And Chase U, the number two contenders, the NXT World Tag Team Titles, at number nine. The Undisputed Kingdom, the ROH World Tag Team Champions at one notch from 9 to 8. The Good Brothers, number one contenders, the NXT World Tag Team titles are in at number 7. Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne, number one contenders, WWE World Tag Team titles up one from 7 to 6. The Judgment Day, the WWE World Tag Team Champions up one notch from 6 to 5. Sting and Darby Allen, the AEW World Tag Team Champions fall three notches from 1 to 4. The Young Bucks, the number two contenders, the AEW World Tag Team titles are up one from four to three. FTR, the number one contenders, the AW World Tag Team titles up one notch from three to two. And the Wolf Dogs, the NXT World Tag Team Champions up one notch from two to one. Eddie Kingston, the AW Continental Crown Champion down two notches from eight to ten. Logan Paul, WWE United States Champion up one notch from ten to nine. Seth Frickin' Rollins, WWE World Champion down two notches from six to eight. Orange Cassidy, the AW International Champion, has been red hot and is at seven. Gunther, the WWE Intercontinental Champion up three notches from nine to six. Hangman Page, number two contender, the AW World Title. Down one from four to five. LA Knight, the number two contender, the WWE Undisputed title, down two notches from two to four. Cody Rhodes, the number one contender, the WWE Undisputed title, down two notches from one to three. Samoa Joe, the AEW World Champion, still at number two. Swerve Strickland is the number one contender, the AEW World title, and is number one. And the women's top ten is right now number ten. Becky Lynch, number two contender, the WWE World title. Roxanne Perez, the number one contender of the NXT World title, up one notch from 10 to 9. Julia Hart, the AEW TBS champion, falls six notches from 2 to 8. Io Sky, the WWE Undisputed champion, down one notch from 6 to 7. Rhea Ripley, the WWE World champion, down one notch from 5 to 6. Nia Jackson, the number one contender of the WWE World title, up two notches from 7 to 5. Lara Valkyrie, the NXT World champion, up four big notches from 8 to 4. Bailey, number one contender of the WWE Undisputed title, down two notches from 1 
to three. Deanna Perrazzo, number one contender of the AEW World Title, up one notch from three to two, and Timeless Tony Storm up three notches from four to one, the AEW World's Heavyweight Champion. EAS Wrestling Show of the Week, NXT Match of the Week, Axiom and Nathan Frazier versus Chase U. Then EAS Flashback. We're going to go to Houston Wrestling, Paul Bosch, the interview on Chief Wahoo McDaniels. With Chief Wahoo McDaniels. Wahoo McDaniels. You know, so many people know of Wahoo McDaniels' accomplishments at the wrestling ring, and so few people really know Wahoo, because I think that they have become so absorbed in the things that you do in the ring. But Wahoo, they should know that you went to college. Well, you know, I did. I went to school, uh, University of Oklahoma, and freshman year was 1956, graduated in 1960, went on to play uh, nine years of pro football. And, you know, football and your wrestling, uh, you know, you gain fans and you lose fans from week to week. And a lot of people never never even knew I played football. But I did play. I was All-American Oklahoma. Played high school football in Midland, Texas. Uh, went 1960, played with the Dallas Cowboys. 61, 2, and 3. I played with the Denver Broncos. 64, and 5 with the New York Jets. And 67, 8, and 9, I played with the Miami Dolphins. And uh, I like to feel that I had a real successful career. I was very fortunate. I didn't suffer a lot of injuries there. And what I used to do is I used to wrestle off season and then with football i played football and i go right into wrestling which i had a full-time job and which it's done very well for me and i think athletically it's really helped me you know i had a gentleman one night tell me on television that uh, you also played little league baseball that's right you know and i think he said he was your coach that's right it was george bush you know and he the other day he sent word to me he says uh well i'll never forget what you did for me there and uh, he's always been a great friend of mine and and uh just George Bush, I'm just tickled to death that he's uh, done what he's done. He is now the vice president of the United States, and uh, he got to step up from being a little league coach. That's right. You know, who knows? It might be the president someday. But, but you know, I've been very fortunate to come in contact with a lot of famous people during my time. And uh, I've really enjoyed athletics and the wrestling and the football. Is, is, I've got to travel around and see the country. And believe me, when you're wrestling and you're traveling every day all over the world and other towns, uh, you get to see a lot of people, and you get to see a lot of your old schoolmates. A lot of your old teammates will come to the matches, but uh, I just wouldn't trade it if I had to go back and do it over. And a lot of people say, well, I'd do this different, I'd do that different. I don't think I'd do anything different. I'd just do more of it. That's about all. Well, I don't know how you could do more of it, considering the crowded schedule you have and the crowded life that you have led. But I do know that there are a lot of people out there, perhaps now will understand better, that you are all Indian, right? That's right, Choctaw and Chickasaw. Choctaw and Chickasaw. You know, they, somebody wrote a song about that one time. But uh, which side are you Choctaw and which side are you Chickasaw? I'm Chickasaw on my mother's side and Choctaw on my father's side, and I'm very proud of it. And uh, I think, like I tell them when they get on me, I said, there's just not many Indians around to me to pick on anymore. But uh, I have a lot of Indian friends, and there's a lot of Indian friends in this area. And I'm just proud to be an Indian and be part of wrestling and part of football that I was, and I'm glad to be here in Houston. So, Wahoo McDaniel, we hope now you're going to know him just a little bit better and know that this Choctaw, Chickasaw Indian is great whether he's on the gridiron or in the ring. I love Chief Wahoo McDaniel. He's a great athlete, one of my favorite wrestlers, and uh, he uh, did everything in pro wrestling in the National Wrestling Alliance except win the NWA World's WWE Championship. He's in the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. He's also in the World Wrestling Entertainment Hall of Fame Legacy Wing because of the Nature Boy Ric Flair and also because he's just a great talent and uh, just love Wahoo McDaniel. In this day in history on 
uh, February 22nd, 1976, Wildfire Tommy Rich defeated the King Jerry Lawler for the AEW Southern Championship in Memphis, Tennessee. Please check out our sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles, at 6800 Eastman Avenue in Midland, Michigan, inside the Midland Mall next to the Target. They're looking to buy action figures, comics, cartoons, and pop culture items. They also buy in bulk. Please contact them at 989-329-1770. That's 989-329-1770. Let the, please let them know that the desk of EAS sent you. Yes, a stock up or stock down. Jay White, his stock is up. Brian Cage, his stock is down. The Good Brothers, their stock is up. Hangman Adam Page, his stock is up. Mordlow's stock is up. Yes, is fave five for the men. Braun Breaker debuts at number five. Hook up one notch from five to four. Orange Cassidy up one notch from four to three. L.A. Knight is at number two. And Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, is still number one. Women's Fave 5, Rhea Ripley at 5, Julia Hart at 4, Bailey up 1 notch from 4 to 3, Tiffany Stratton at number 2, and Lara Valkyria is up 2 notches from 3 to 1. From 3 to 1. The desk of EAS Entertainment would like to thank our biggest sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles at 6800 Eastman Avenue in beautiful Midland, Michigan, inside the Midland Mall. It's your blast from the past store items from your childhood and a huge collection of wrestling figures that buy, sell, and... Also, they sell comic books and other novelty items. Contact the store owner, Landon, and tell him the desk of EIS, the champion of wrestling podcast, sent you to TNT Toys and Collectibles in beautiful Midland, Michigan. Welcome back to the desk of EIS, the champion of wrestling podcast. And we can't wait to see Landon in Midland, Michigan. Uh, big shout-outs to Robin, Stacy, and Wallace, Ron and Knoxville, Jonathan, Detroit, Haynes in West Virginia, Buckshot in the Sioux, Leo in Ohio, and Grace and Garrett in Midland, Michigan. And uh, we got the top 50 wrestlers of the 90s, 50 to 41, heading to your way in mere moments. Well, we're going to look at EAS Spotlight on Kevin Von Erich, better known as Kevin Ross Atkinson, born May 15, 1957. He's 66 years old, born in Belleville, Illinois. He's married since 1980 to Pam Atkinson. And if you get a chance to watch the Iron Claw movie, you'll see the love story between Pam and Kevin Von Erich. They have four children. Marshall and Ross Von Erich are two, uh, two members, and they are wrestling, wrestlers, wrestlers and are third-generation superstars. Uh, he's six foot three, Denton, Texas. Fritz Von Erich, trained by, debuted in 1976, July 17, 2017, retired. Him and his brothers are in the World Wrestling Federation Hall of Fame. Early start in 1976, 1981, in an early career, Atkinson started wrestling as Kevin Von Erich in 1976. He spent most of his career wrestling for his father's promotion, World Class Championship Wrestling. He was barefoot wrestler. He also wrestled all over the United States of America. He wrestled in St. Louis, Missouri at the Chase. Uh, Freebirds were the Von Erich feud in 1982 and 1984. Huge feud with them. Feuded with Buddy Jack Roberts. Feuded with gentlemen Chris Adams and Ric Flair. Feuded with the late Gino Hernandez, the dynamic duo, but Chris Adams and uh, Kevin Von Erich, one of the greatest feuds in world-class championship wrestling. Um, he had control of world-class championship wrestling and sold it to uh, Jerry Jarrett and became the United States Wrestling Association, Wrestling World Wrestling Federation in 1991 in a dark match. Wrestling Challenge in Corpus Christi, Texas, defeated primetime Brian Lee. Later in her career, Von Erich competed in Mexico's uh, Lucha Libre in 91. On April 2nd, 93, he teamed with Chris Adams to beat Fabulous Freebirds, Magalhães, and Buddy Roberts of the Global Wrestling Federation. 
Uh, he retired, sporadic appearances, personal life on August 1st, 1980. Von Eric married Pam Atkinson. Couple lives in Hawaii and runs a family investment business together. Von Eric dabbles in commercial real estate and owns the Wrights Southwest Sports, the distribution of world-class championship wrestling known as KR Atkinson Enterprises. All, Jam all Japan Pro Wrestling, all Asian Tag Team Champion one time with David Von Eric, Art Abrams Lifetime Achievement, Luth Award 2017, Cauliflower Alley Club, NWA Big Time Wrestling, World Class Championship Wrestling, World Class Wrestling Association, America's Heavyweight Champion five times, America's Tag Team Champion four times, David Von Eric once, El Halsalion and Kevin Von Eric twice, or Kerry Von Eric twice, NWA Texas Tag Team Champion twice with David Von Eric, NWA World Six Man Tag Team Champion. Seven times with his brothers and WWE World Tag Team Champions with David Von Eric. World Class Championship Wrestling Television Champion once. World Class Wrestling Association Texas Heavyweight Championship twice. World Class Wrestling Association World Heavyweight Champion once. World Six Man four times. WWE North American Heavyweight Champion once. Ranked number 78 of the top 500 single wrestlers in PWE 591. Ranked number 85 top 500 single wrestlers in PWE years in 2003. Ring number 23 of the top 100 tag teams of PW years with David, Mike, and Kevin Moderick. And WA Missouri Heavyweight Champion, St. Louis Wrestling Club, Class of 2016, St. Louis Wrestling Hall of Fame. Western State Sports, Western State Stadium Champion with David Von Eric. WWE Hall of Fame class as a member of the whole Von Eric family in 2009. Match of the year in 84 with Mike and Kerry Von Eric was the Freebirds on July the 4th. Kevin Von Eric is the only remaining Von Eric brother in the Von Eric family. Um, right now, before we head out the door, remember to follow me from the desk of EAS Entertainment, Wrestling Astronomer on Facebook, Podbean Download, 167 episodes. Follow me on X at EAS Desk of 2004. And before we head out the door, Robin, Stacy, and Wallace, shout out to you, Ron and Knoxville, Jonathan, Detroit, and Haynes in West Virginia, and David and Marquette. Top 50 wrestlers of the 1990s, 50 to 41. Remember, next week, 40 to 31. Also, Next week, AEW Revolution 2024 predictions and reaction to WWE's Elimination Chamber. Top 50 wrestlers start with The Natural, Dusty Rhodes at number 50. Too Cold Scorpio at number 49. Conan at 48. Alex Wright at 47. Flamboyant Eric Embry at 46. The Sandman at 45. The Innervator of Violence, Tommy Dreamer at 44. Brian Pillman, the Loose Cannon at 43. Goldberg at 42. And Tatanka at 41. Thank you for joining us here at the Desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast. It is 16 degrees and partly sunny. It's cold here in the wrestling capital of the world, Sault Ste. Marie. It's been a weird winter, like I said. And join us next week here at the Desk of EAS, champion of wrestling podcast for episode 169. As we inch closer to 25,000 downloads, 24,700. EAS Entertainment, copyright 2024. 20 years of EAS Entertainment, copyright EAS Entertainment 2024. Have a wonderful day. Love you all, and we will see you next week. Right back here at the desk of EAS, the Champion Wrestling Podcast, and for episode 169 at the Command Center in the Wrestling Capital World, Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Have a great day, everybody. Love you all.